Welcome back to your Daily Dose with Bob and Nick. It's Bob. Are labels valuable things or are they vile things? They're designed to bring value by giving us a shorthand to describe a particular kind of thing. But when we label things, we also separate them out into their own groups. It can have a fragmenting effect. And if the things we're labeling are ourselves and each other, how does that impact the fabric of our society? In today's Dose, Nick and I dig into the power and the peril of labels. Check it out. The Democrats, and I hate to generalize Democrat, Republican, but sure. it does tend to fall along these lines a lot. Um, they tend to want to consider other opinions. Uh, so they're not so sure. They're not so sure that they're blinding themselves to any possibilities. If new information comes up, they're considering those new, new, yeah. that new information. I don't believe the same is true for the other side. I believe I, the other side is set and they're in motion. They are, they are not going to be stopped, and any yeah. new information is going to either align with what we're doing and keep us moving forward, or we're going to ignore it or blast through it. Yeah. So I feel like there's, there, the, and I think it was Bertrand Russell who said that the, um, the, way, the reason that the reasonable man will always lose to the unreasonable man is because the reasonable man considers his doubts. And, and I feel like I don't want to be a person who doesn't consider their doubts. Yeah. But I think we have to get out of the doubt factory far enough to be able to make some progress. It may, may be Machiavellian at this point to say we're going to have to fight hard and maybe a little dirty in order to get what we need in order to do what we want to do. But then I'm like, how does that make us different than who they are? And I'd say they like I'm a Democrat. I, I am a registered Democrat. However, I do not identify with this party. I do not identify with either party, quite frankly. And I don't identify with the independents either. No. I, don't, I think I identify with Canada. <laughs> Can you get me in there? I can't. We're going to have to get married. <laughs> okay. If Patty's okay with that. She is. She already said. Thruple. <laughs> thruple. Is that what they call it in Canada? A thruple. No, when there's three. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's just what they call it. Is that a real thing? Yeah. No, sir. Yeah. I love that word. polyamorous. uh, We're a thruple. As opposed to. I think it's a. a There is. For polyamory, like the other one I heard is a W. A W. So when you have five people in a relationship, but it's all kind of one to one. Oh, I know. Oh, I never heard of this structure. Yeah. So that means that. Okay, I've got Joe over here, and Joe's uh, married to Marissa. Or in a relationship with Marissa. And Marissa and, okay, and then Marissa is in a relationship with Tom. Yep. But Tom has no relationship with Joe. Correct. And then, and each one is, is exclusive. That's an interesting, to yeah. call it a W, yeah. because it has one contact point for each. Yeah. That's kind of brilliant. Yeah. I, I, I'm still at, at awe, okay? I, one of the things that I'm coming to peace with is the ever-changing nature of language. Uh, and also the ever-changing nature of what we call ourselves. I heard about um, uh, uh, cupiosexual last week. Cubio? Cupio. C-U-P-I-O. Cupiosexual. And that is someone who does not feel sexual attraction, but still wants to have a sexual relationship. Interesting. Okay. And this, this is what I say every time I hear one of these new terms. Yeah. Interesting. Because now it's been expanded. Eventually, the vocabulary is going to get so large that I'm going to have to carry a pocket uh, guide so yeah. that I can tell what everything is. But it's an indication that people get more and more comfortable identifying themselves individually and saying... For sure. But here's my question. And maybe you know the answer to this. What's the critical mass where you get to a point where you say, there's so many people who feel this way, we have to come up with a word for it. You know... There's a word called defenstration. It's Hungarian. 
Yeah. It means, you I know what that word, word means? Yeah. Okay. It means to throw somebody out of a window, which makes me wonder what the heck was going on in Hungary that they had to come up with a word for the, for the act of for throwing act of somebody out, out a window. I think that, I think that we, as we get to a point where our individual identity is more and more important, we come up with these words, even if it is just a small group. We've put value in uh, in putting ourselves into smaller and smaller groups, and sometimes to our detriment, because that can lead to uh, you know echo chambers and things like that, and people believing some crazy, crazy stuff and outlandish things. But at the same time. It's not this binary system that we obviously don't fit into or that makes us uncomfortable and we were a square peg in a round hole. And I feel like that was me growing up is this, you know, in the 70s and 80s, you had to every piece of pop culture and every conversation that I had was about, oh, if you're a virgin at this age, you are garbage, <laughs> right? You have to do this and you can't show your feelings and you have to be incredibly masculine and macho and all of these things so in many ways i'm jealous but i'm glad that people are getting this opportunity to really look at this stuff i, I am too yeah. I, I i also would offer this we're so caught up in i am male i am female i am transgender i am gender fluid i am non-binary i am black i am white i'm going to suggest why don't we all all every one of us just stop at i am what are you i am and that is both the smallest denomination i am and it's the largest denomination because every single one of us can say that yeah it doesn't matter what you are so it matters the, that you are the Popeye approach i am what i am but I'm just saying, let's just leave it at I am and leave Popeye out of it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's Nick. Thanks for listening. This episode got me thinking about the labels we assign to ourselves. They're the ones that we're proud of that we share pretty often. Like for me, that would be Greek and Canadian and maker. And then there are the ones that are assigned to us that hurt our feelings or make us feel less than. For me, some of those end up in the pride categories like nerd or geek or Floridian. I hope sometimes these labels move over for you as well. Have a great day.